Good evening. Uh, I'm Tim. And I'm Jordan. And this is Failure Slaps and Fiascos. Yep. Tim, we've got a very hilariously tragic monstrosity All to right. talk about today. Okay, I'm, I'm loving it already. Okay. It's tragic? Yeah. Okay. Tragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we laugh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it is hilarious. Oh. Okay. Uh, what do you know about Balloonist? <laughs> I know nothing. Okay. Are we talking about the guys at like IHOP that make balloon animals? Yeah. Oh, are you yeah. serious? Well, I mean, just like people who their work is somehow involved with balloons. I think there is some skill there, but uh, I don't think you have to be a genius to know how to do it. Okay. Okay. So how do you feel about balloons? Just curious. I, balloons made. I don't understand the point. Okay. I guess they don't bug me as far as, like, I don't have, like, a weird fear of them or anything. So, we're going to go to Cleveland. Oh, we're back in Cleveland. Yeah, we're back in Cleveland. We've talked about Cleveland before. You drive through it. You forget about it. I've never had the desire to go to Cleveland. Nah. Cleveland. Poor Cleveland, though, on that note. They could have definitely benefited from Deflategate. Yep. Yep. Okay. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. We're talking about balloons. This is September 27th, 1986. Okay. You were alive then, right? Yes. Okay. Nine, 10-ish. Okay. Uh, you, this was might have been a pretty exciting event for your age group. <laughs> okay. But I'm not sure that you would have known about it. Okay. So we have the when, we have the where, now we need the why. Tim, when we first decided to do this podcast, this was one of the topics I wanted to talk about immediately. Oh, sweet. Okay. This was a completely purposeless, like, stupid, like, I can't believe they went through with it type of event. Okay. Can a single balloon cause problems? Uh, yes. It has the potential to pop, cause static, uh, a balloon noogie. Okay. Like where you rub. Yeah. It can yeah. be devastating. Yeah. But imagine your whole room. Imagine this whole room okay. filled with balloons. All right. Do you feel any anxiety because of that? Uh, strangely, no. Really? I think okay. it would be kind of kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I would feel anxiety because I hate the sound of a balloon popping. Okay. And especially yes. if you've ever seen like a little kid with a like an inflated balloon and they're yeah. just like scratching yes. it. Yes. Okay. That that no. drives me insane. Well, imagine the room full of balloons. Okay. But imagine you head downtown. All right. And there are 1.5 million balloons. We're uh, in downtown Cleveland. We're in downtown Cleveland. There are 1.5 million balloons. Oh, my God. It's bad enough because it's Cleveland. <laughs> then we add 1.5 million balloons. Nobody asked for this combination. No. It's a lot of Cleveland air. Yes. 
Why did Cleveland want to release 1.5 million balloons into oh the air? God. And did it go according to plan? <laughs> well, you wouldn't be listening to this show if it did. So let's see how the biggest balloon disaster of all time unfolded. Okay. Let's go back to 1985, a okay. year before. A year before. Okay. The happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay. Was celebrating its 30th anniversary. And they decided to celebrate with a balloon launch. The Anaheim launch, which I'm guessing Anaheim is where Disney is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That launch consisted of 1,209,600 balloons. That's a pretty random number. It is. I have no idea why they picked that number. Maybe they came in Maybe packs of like... Maybe just like, okay, let's stop now. <laughs> yeah. Or they came in packs of like 12 or something stupid yeah. like that. We ran out. <laughs> and there were 100,000 in attendance. For some reason, this was an exciting event. They're releasing a bunch of balloons. I wouldn't have gone, but I guess that's some people's entertainment. I mean, so, I love Disneyland. Yeah. If I would have been there, I probably would have went, oh, that's cool. But I wouldn't have gone for that reason. No, I would have gone to ride rides. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's parade time, that's the best time to go to the rides because everyone else is distracted yeah. by 1.2 million balloons. <laughs> well, naturally, they they completed this quest. Naturally, man feels the need to outdo the competitor. Uh, yes. Right? So Cleveland had a balloon fest of their own. Disneyland, Cleveland. Cle- I don't know why they're competitors. Yeah, what's the difference? I have no, I have no idea. Well, what was their goal? They wanted to raise money for United Way. Okay. And, of course, break records and that kind of thing. Well, yeah, if you're going to raise money, might as well break records. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Um, As discussed in our previous 10-cent fiasco night episode, in the 1970s, Cleveland lost 23.6% of its population. Oh, which yeah. is which is a lot. Yeah. Like that's a very concerning. And that was that was in the seventies. That's right. Yeah. So this say, is that was in the seventies. This is ten years later. Ten years later. Um, or yep. pretty close. Yeah. There about. I don't remember the exact year. Yeah, I can't remember either. Seventy four, seventy five, seventy. It was a 70s. dismal, <laughs> dismal time for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll say that. It also became the first sizable American city since the Great Depression to default on its loans. Oh man. Yeah, which is pretty embarrassing for a city, like a full-size city. So another goal of Cleveland was to put a spotlight on itself and show that it can contend with other cities as a good place to live. With balloons. With balloons. Okay. Yep. Maybe because they're caring and giving to the United Way? Yeah, United Way. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Where would this happen? Cleveland's public square. What a riveting place. (laughs) How... Would it happen? Well, six months of planning would lead to 2,500... Volunteers. A bunch of people with Band-Aids on their fingers. <laughs> okay. Volunteers. Probably from tying the balloon. Yes. Okay. Yep. They came and they prepared by filling the balloons with helium. Hence the helium shortage we're in now? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if you could recapture all of that helium? Right. There's much better uses for oh, it. I can promise you that. Okay. Then, a city block-sized net, roughly 250 feet by 150 feet by 
three stories high. So it's a very, very big net. What? Would be put in place to contain the balloons. Okay. Okay, so it's helium, so it floats, so yet the net has to capture them and keep them from going out into the atmosphere. Well, the area was swarming with 100,000 people. So you're right there with Disneyland, including students, reporters, and observers. Now the time had come. Release the balloons. Okay, all these people are there. They've got all these balloons. Yeah. Everything was dandy. Everyone's heart was swimming with pride for their city. Okay. Cleveland, what a proud thing to do. Are they Clevelanders? Clevelandites. The crowd cheered. Okay. A Guinness world record was broken. All right. That's about as good as things got that day. (laughs) We broke the record. Yep. End of story. (laughs) Just for a little bit of science. A typical helium balloon can usually rise six to seven miles into the air. Oh, wow. Before it pops and falls back down to the earth. Six to seven miles up, it can no longer sustain, handle the pressure, pops, and then it falls down to the earth. The increasing altitude causes the outside air to become thinner while the balloon pressure remains the same. Well, this causes the explosion. Oh, dear. Because eventually the balloon itself can no longer hold the pressure. Uh, And basically, this is what United Way predicted would happen, right? They thought, okay, all these balloons are just going to go six, seven miles up into the air. Explode. They're going to pop, and then all the plastic and latex will just It'll fall just back. Rain, yeah, rain down onto the earth. <laughs> However, a storm was a brewing. Although the balloons were released, like little, an actual storm, an actual storm. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Although the balloons were released a little early to try and avoid weather-related troubles, a cold front. Combined with the storm that moved in, caused the balloons to descend while still fully inflated. Okay, just let's take a minute and think about 1.5 million balloons that did not go up. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Into a a sizable city like Cleveland, right? Yes. Okay. What was the first thing that you think that was impacted? Uh. Man, there's so many possibilities. I'm going to say traffic. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep. Okay, so drivers. Okay. Okay. Imagine driving a car while gawking at 1.5 million balloons falling rapidly onto the road. <laughs> there were a lot of accidents. Oh, my God. Not only do you have the distraction of of people who probably didn't even know that this balloon fest was going on, and all of a sudden you're getting rained on with balloons. (laughs) That's a distraction in itself. You have 100,000 people in your city, which is a lot. Uh, Just downtown. Yeah. yeah. Then you're trying to just probably get to work. You're like, what? (laughs) Could you imagine? There were a lot of accidents. Okay. Would cars be the only vehicles... Affected. Uh, no. Not even close. Airplanes also. Oh my God. Burke Lakefront Airport had to be closed for a half hour, causing travel delays. Okay. Okay, could you imagine being the airport traffic controller and you had to 
cancel all these flights for like 30 minutes. Tell all the planes in the air, hold on. Yeah. We've got 1.5 million balloons up in the air. And then all the planes on the ground couldn't take off because of how many balloons there were. <laughs> so I guess my question is, if it were a nice day, what would happen to the planes that were already in the air and a million balloons hit you? <laughs> I don't know. I, w- I hope they planned this like with the airplane. Like a detour a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And the plan was it was just like for, I don't know how long it takes for a balloon to go up six miles, but it was supposed to go up and then pop and then and come then back down. Yeah. So that, that definitely. That, it took a, a year to plan this, and that's <clears throat> their best idea. Mm-hmm. Now we're that's what put Cleveland on the map. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the next wonderful story of this beautiful day. Okay. Uh, an hour southwest of Cleveland. You'll find a woman named Louise Nowakowski. Now, Louise raised thoroughbred Arabian horses. Oh, dear. For context, a thoroughbred Arabian horse is worth anywhere from 5000 to 30000 U.S. Mm-hmm. dollars. Okay. So, as you can imagine, she was not very happy when one of her horses became spooked when seeing the balloon shower monstrosity and allegedly ran into a fence, causing him permanent injuries. Okay. Um, yeah. This Go is ahead. alleged. <laughs> yeah. She would later end up suing the United Way of Cleveland for $100,000 in damages. $100,000? Did she win? I don't know. I I'm assuming she, she did. Yeah. Because it says sued for 100000 <laughs> Another tragic situation began... Two days earlier on Lake Erie. Okay. So before the balloons were released, there was an issue. Two fishermen never returned from their fishing trip and were reported missing by their families. Although their 16-foot boat was finally found, they could not seem to locate the men. Why? Well, it certainly didn't make it easier to find them when hundreds of thousands of balloons oh, fell to the surface of the lake making it much harder to spot any type of life jacket or body. Oh my god. Have you ever seen a balloon just floating on water? It looks like a head. Yeah. So imagine hundreds of thousands <laughs> of balloons <laughs> and there's no way to spot anybody anymore. Uh, so uh, if anybody should sue, it should be the families. should be uh, the families, yeah. right? Additionally... The search and rescue helicopter was not able to perform its duties in a balloon storm. <laughs> I feel like they should have tried. That would have been a, a pretty... That would have been a cool shot. Right? If you did. Yeah. Yeah. So you have two people dead. Not necessarily because... Well, not confirmed yet that they're dead. Oh. Yeah, they can't find them because oh. they weren't able to search. And if they did, you just see a sea of okay. hundreds and of thousands of balloons. Lake Erie is a pretty big lake. It's a very big At lake. At first, I'm thinking, okay, a lake. But Lake Erie is one of the great lakes. Yeah. Like, if you look at a map, it's a big, it's a big lake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, got it. I had to wrap my head around that for a second. Like, it was it's not like... Bar Bar Lake. Lake. No, no. That's like a pond, (laughs) like a puddle in comparison. (laughs) Okay, so 
two weeks later, their bodies wash oh, up geez. on the shore. <laughs> you said that they should have sued? The family should have yeah. sued? One of the men's wives would go on to sue the United Way for $3.2 million. How much did they raise? I don't think it was anywhere close. <laughs> yep. Net loss Man. for sure. Uh, okay. On top of this, you have many angry environmentalists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? And this was the 80s. Yeah. So people imagine, didn't even care. Oh, my God. Imagine now. Yeah, it'd be wild. So these environmentalists claim that these balloons could take up to four years to decompose. I could realistically see that. Yeah. Like decompose to the point of no longer being a, a nuisance. Yeah. You have inflated balloons landing on roads, in forest, lakes, everywhere, right? What impact would this have on these thousands of animals exposed? Oh, man. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. I remember when I had first learned about this, I was so intrigued by just the weird concept, <laughs> the lack of planning, the just disaster that it became. Did nobody think yeah. about the effect it would have on traffic, like on the yeah. environment? I mean, you can't really blame the people's death like because they were probably already dead right but it, i could understand being upset that you weren't able to do a rescue mission right just the lack of planning that came with this whole thing yeah i remember hearing and doing in my research that there was they had to employ bulldozers to clear the roads of balloons <laughs> what like there were just so many balloons that were just there's no other way to get rid of them i mean you can't take a leaf blower out there no so they just had to, like, clear out all these balloons. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I would assume, too, that you would have had to been like, okay, we have this idea. We want to fill a million balloons. Mm-hmm. 1.5 million balloons. Mm-hmm. We want to break a record. Yeah. Big time. So we're going to need a, a permit. <laughs> yeah. So you go to Cleveland mm-hmm. City Council or whatever you have to do, and they say, okay. <laughs> Who said, who does, like... It'll put us on on the map. Yeah. It'll put us on the map. It sure did. Oh, it definitely did. As if Tencent Fiasco wasn't enough. (laughs) It's just one bad idea after another. (laughs) Yeah, I I really wonder who was running the city at this point. Oh, man. So what impact did this single event have on us today? In Australia and some states in the United States, mass balloon releases are banned. Okay. Which I feel like, who wants to do that to begin with? Like, <laughs> Someone should have told Disney that. I, yeah, so I wanted, <laughs> 1985. I don't understand, man. The Marine Conservation Society and the RSPCA, Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, located in the United Kingdom, are currently pushing to ban these events entirely because of the impact it has on the environment. Okay, just balloon releases? Yeah, just okay. balloon releases. All right. Which I still yeah. am like, why is that even a thing? Yeah. Like, I, I don't get yeah. it. All in all, 1,429,643 balloons were released that day. Their goal was 1.5. They still broke the record, but they only got to 1.42. Well, at least they, bro- they broke the record. Yeah, they broke the record. Good for you, Cleveland. <laughs> but that record will never be beaten. Because the Guinness World Records has decided that mass balloon releases will not be accepted. That hardly seems fair. 
I I mean, good for you, Cleveland. You have cemented yourself as the record that will never be broken. That's I don't even know what to say about that, Cleveland. Cleveland continues to disappoint. <laughs> I wonder if we have any listeners in Cleveland. We're picking on Cleveland hard. Yeah. I, I, I just want to delve into Cleveland fail, like the history of Cleveland. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That was uh, I like that one. Yeah. I, I liked it too. Would the successful scenario have had a much lesser impact on the environment? So if you were to take this and there wasn't a cold front and there wasn't a storm and it had gone according to plan... Would it have had a lesser impact on the environment? Um, probably a little bit less. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get up in six miles high, and the wind's going to take you all sorts of places. Mm. Yeah. So it, it, I feel like it would have been a little more spread out. I guess. Yeah. A little less impact. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> be easier on the horses because the explosion <laughs> would have happened way higher (laughs) yeah maybe the theory was that when it exploded it's no longer inflated so it's not going to take up as much space or volume yeah okay yeah it probably would have spread out the pollution yeah like and i guess too in in theory if everything went according to plan it goes up straight up hopefully yeah explodes falls straight down yeah Easier to clean up, I guess. I don't know. I think Cleveland's pretty close to Lake Erie, right? Like, uh, yeah, I barely, so. like on the shore. Yeah, so I mean, all that plastic right in your water source. I don't know, man. Seems like a really bad idea. Yeah. What is another scenario in which United Way could have brought fame to Cleveland while still protecting the environment and local citizens from the the balloon rain that came down on <laughs> there them? There's so many different things you could have done. How about, like, world's biggest potato chip? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Something, like, so many things. Yeah. I feel like a balloon release is so random. Like, you Uh, could come up with so many. How about a marathon? Yeah. Boston Marathon. The the New York Marathon. Yeah. Food competitions. Like, something. Yeah. I don't know. How about a dollar beer night? <laughs> you could raise a lot of money from a oh, dollar. Yeah. Sure. Wild. Dollar beer week. <laughs> that would be a miserable place. <laughs> Do you feel like this disaster was really responsible for not finding the bodies of the fishermen? Do you think it mattered? Um, no. I think it, Lake Erie's too big to... It's just one more thing. Yeah. Nah. I th- I'm incredibly happy for the... The family that got three point two million. I mean, good for them. Yeah. But I feel like they were dead. Yeah. Before the balloon release, and I don't think it really had any impact on them yeah. being alive. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think it was really interfering with what time? Of, what part of the year was this? Cold front and a storm, so probably fall or spring. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think. Yeah. If, yeah. That's it. So, question. Yes, maybe. How answer. did they raise the money? Uh, I think you could buy balloons. Oh, okay. And then the volunteers would uh, inflate them. So you could hand, like, I don't know what it was, like five cents a balloon or something, and hand a volunteer the balloons that you just bought, and they'll 
Ah. And played them and send them up. <laughs> okay, so I've seen video of this, right? Yeah. It's well documented. And it is literally a big net, like a city block size net yes. that's just holding all these balloons. And then they say, release the balloons and all these balloons go. You would think they go straight up, but they kind of like do this weird <laughs> like wave thing uh-huh. where they kind of sink and then they raise up and the wind blows them and then they sink again and okay so that's another thing too there are plenty of knowledgeable people out there not even necessarily scientists Mm -hmm. people that know like hey it's cold this isn't gonna work right we have to wait you would think you would think they actually released it early that's why they weren't able to get to 1.5 million because you can't release all those balloons in a storm right Right. And there's already all these 1.4 million balloons in the net, so you can't hold them in the storm. So, Oh, man. <laughs> the best option was just to release them early. The blizzard of snow and balloons. <laughs> they should have just kept them in the net and see where the world took them. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. But, yeah, it's, oh, it's like man. it darkened the entire city beneath it. It was just a very ominous look wow. to it. Do you feel like Cleveland now, after that one, they're like, that's it for us? <laughs> We've dug our hole even deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even 10 cent beer night. You can't recover from that. Yeah. I mean, you can't recover from two major laughing stock events like this. Yeah. I feel like even today they're not trying. No. Like, I don't know anything good about Cleveland. No, man. I don't know why anybody would want to go. No. That's why they needed to win, to win the playoff game. And I feel like even the players don't want to be there. (laughs) They're getting paid all these millions of dollars, and they don't even want to be there anymore. I wouldn't. Oh, I guess LeBron James was there at one point. I mean. Uh, There you go. Okay. Sorry, LeBron, if you're listening. The Cavs, they they were all right. Yeah. Would you consider this a fail? A flop or a fiasco? Fiasco. Big time. Yeah. I mean, this lasted for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. For weeks. Could you imagine being one of the people responsible and waking (laughs) up each day going, oh, my God, I I still have to deal with this. And there's a bunch of balloons as you open your door that come into your house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like leaves in the fall, like, oh, go break again. You get in your car and you have to turn the windshield wipers on just to get the balloons off. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Poor guys. That was a good one. I would have never thought of that. That was, that was a fun one, for yep. sure. We're making a harder push on our social medias. Yes. So definitely go there and support us. You can find us on Instagram, X. Uh, we have a Facebook. We should try and update that, which I'll try. I, we'll, I uh, what else do we got? Uh, email. Email. Yes. Email. email. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty much. You can listen to us on pretty much anything. Yep. Whatever you want. Love it. Yep. We're anywhere you want to find us. Tell your mom. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please follow us on Twitter at FX3Podcast. Our Instagram is at F3Pod underscore cast. And Facebook is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. 
please feel free to submit your fail of the week to fx3podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next time.